Welcome to Talking HR Compliance, a podcast made for small businesses. We're going to spend the next 15 minutes, give or take, talking about HR and employment law matters. But you probably know them better as those things you can never keep track of and are always causing you trouble. If that sounds like you, then you've come to the right place. Sit back and let our HR and employment law experts do the talking. Hello and welcome to Talking HR Compliance. I'm Jamie Lizotte, the HR and Tax Compliance Solutions Manager at ComplyRight, as well as your host for this podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing posting compliance. Now, when it comes to posting compliance, there are many federal, state, and even local posting requirements. So a good question you want to ask yourself as a small business is, am I up to date with the latest requirements? And in our recent webinar on the how to do a poster compliance audit, we discussed 10 steps that you can follow to get yourself and your business into full posting compliance. And that webinar is available on demand on complyright.com. So feel free to check it out um, and gain all the knowledge that we shared with all of our viewers. Um, However, we did receive a lot of questions beyond what we discussed during the webinar. So today, we're going to be answering a few of those questions from our listeners. So I want to go ahead and jump right in, and hopefully these questions can assist you to help your company either get into compliance or even maintain compliance when it comes to labor law postings. So the first question that we have here to answer is, it's around the new FFCRA poster uh, for coronavirus. Um, FFCRA, for everyone out there, uh, it does stand for Families First Coronavirus Response Act. Um, And that was a law that was recently passed uh, at the beginning of March uh, this year, obviously once that pandemic really started to take heed um, here in the United States. So the question around uh, the FFCRA poster here is, do we have to post this if all of our employees are working remotely? Uh, Well, first of all, that's a great question. Um, Obviously, a lot of businesses have had to make the change uh, to move their employees um, and and make them, you know, uh, forcing them to work remotely um, if if they're able to um, during this pandemic as businesses have had to close. Um, So I do want to mention that um, this poster applies to you and your business if you are a private employer uh, with fewer than 500 employees. So that's the first thing to know about that law. Um, It also does apply to most government employers. Um, So if the law applies to you, then you do have to post this poster through the end of this calendar year. Now, Um, This is definitely a unique posting requirement um, because it is so new um, and was, you know, obviously rushed to be pushed due to circumstances. Um, And the fact that it came out during a pandemic, the government said that this one can be communicated to your employees electronically. Um, Now, that is uh, true whether they work from home or even on-site at your facility, uh, which typically is not the case as, um, you know, obviously if you have employees at your facility, you need to have that poster up on the wall. Um, So this one here for this poster, you can send it by email or post it on your internet instead of having it posted in the workplace. Um, Obviously, it doesn't make sense to have it posted in your workplace if your employees aren't going there. Um, But you just, you know, you want to make sure that you definitely get it to all of your employees. And one thing I do want to mention as well is you want to remember this is the exception to the rule. 
Um, usually electronic posters are really only compli- um, compliant for your remote workers. Um, and those that do not, and those are the workers that do not um, work at a facility where they can have regular access to the posters that need to be hung on the wall. So if you have employees that aren't going to um, into your office at least three to four times a month, um, then they do, you do have to supply electronic posters as a supplement. Um, so that applies to your employees that are temporarily working from home during the coronavirus as well. So you want to make sure to keep that in mind. All right, our next question here is regarding how applicants apply for jobs and businesses. Um, Now, obviously, with posting requirements, we think most of them um, are for employees. However, that is not the case. There are posting requirements that apply to applicants, so not even employees in your business, but just applicants that are applying to open positions in your company. So the question here about applicants is, what if all of our applicants apply to our uh, open positions online? Do we still have to post the labor law posters for job applications, uh, job applicants, I should say, in our um, in the business physically? Um, well, labor law posters um, are required by job applicants, like I just mentioned, um, by various federal, state, and uh, city, and even county laws. So this is true uh, whether they apply in person or online. So if you're a company and you have your job applications coming into your facility for any reason, um, whether that's to fill out a job application, um, do an interview, uh, take a pre-employment test as well, um, then you need to have those postings up where your job applicants can see them. Now, if you accept applications online, maybe in addition to them applying in person, um, then you also, or even just all your applicants apply online, then you need to provide the links to those posters for your online job applicants, um, whether that be where they go on, on the internet to uh, apply um, for that uh, position. So if your job applicants only interact online and they do not come in in person, um, it is enough just to post the links online in a way that's readily visible to them when they apply. Um, so, you know, that's a great, uh, that's a great, obviously, it places ease on your business to be able to do that, but you want to make sure that the entire application process is online. Um, like I mentioned before, if you have any applicants coming in to do an interview, to take a, a pre-employment test or anything like that, then you need to have those in-house um, posters. Now, um, obviously, um, at ComplyRight, we do have a service for online applicants that is very easy. Um, and you can just add the link once, um, and you never have to update it because it's always updated, um, as the digital posters are always current um, for your applicants, um, and they're updated automatically. So that makes it easy for you to maintain there. All right, and moving on to our last question for today's podcast, this is around new laws and poster changes. And this question specifically asks, does every new law result in a poster change? Um, and why do some laws change and there's really no poster update? Um, This is also a great question um, because it can definitely get very confusing. Um, And, um, you know, I I think this is definitely something that people really get confused about a lot, thinking that every new law that comes out, I automatically have to put up a new poster. Um, Well, there are so many laws really that do not have posters attached to them, Um, And laws are really changing every day, even with no impact on posters. Um, And that even includes federal laws all the way down to county laws that we're seeing a lot happen now. 
Um, it's really up to each government agency to determine which laws have those mandatory posting requirements. And not all laws are actually required to be posted and communicated to your employees. Um, so I want to give you an example. Um, in some states, employers are not required to notify their employees of their state's minimum wage rate. Um, and there are plenty of states and even local municipalities that have employment laws that have no corresponding posters. Um, so obviously nothing to post. And also, um, you know, sometimes there are law changes um, and there could be a corresponding poster, but that poster doesn't change even though the law did. Um, you know, um, maybe the poster just doesn't get into details affected by the new law, or maybe the information had already, um, it already had information um, about the law in stages, so it is actually up to date and current. Um, however, it's very difficult, obviously, for the, for the average business owner to know that, um, you know, so that's why it's great to have a great service that you can rely on um, for somebody to help you maintain um, and make sure you're in compliance. And one more scenario I want to share with you is um, something that we do see a lot, and it's when the new law change, when a law changes, but the government agency actually delays updating the poster. So this could mean that it could take days, weeks, or even months. Um, and, and in some cases, uh, there are posters that are years out of date because the agency actually never even updated them. Again, very difficult for the average business owner to know, but definitely something a reputable service will know. Um, and all of the posters um, are issued by different agencies. Um, and again, there are hundreds of them. So they all operate differently when it comes to these posting requirements. Um, so I'll reiterate again, one reason to make sure you look for a reputable posting service that you can rely on to keep you in compliance 365 days of year. And that's something that uh, that's a great offering um, that PosterGuard offers. Um, you can check them out at PosterGuard.com and you can also check details about them on ComplyRight.com. All right, so that concludes today's episode and I hope we answered some of your questions about posting compliance. I want to thank you all for listening and remember, follow us on social media, media so that you can stay up to date and of course, as always, we want to be your go-to when it comes to compliance to help you ease that burden so you can focus on your business and employees, which is extremely important right now. So until next time, take care, stay safe, and happy compliance. Thanks for tuning in to Talking HR Compliance. If you still want more, you can subscribe, review, share with your friends. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes of Talking HR Compliance.